Hello and welcome to another magical conversation. My name is Laurinda and today I would like to talk about shadow work as a powerful tool to empower oneself and to gain more free will through conscious action taking. When I think about the metaphor of a shadow, I think about my own shadow. My own shadow happens when the sun is being reflected onto me and the shadow is the parts that the sun can't reach. If I'm facing the light, it is impossible for me to see my shadow. If I'm not facing the light, I can see my shadow. The powerful metaphor of a shadow for me symbolizes what we cannot see but is always there. It is a part of ourselves that we have not brought light into. A part of ourselves that remains in the darkness, in the unconscious, in the unknown. If I apply this to the mind, I feel like the shadow not only is a part of us that we don't know, but is also the consequences that we don't understand. We take action in the world without understanding the darkness that it projects. The shadow is a part of our minds that we have no control over, but it has control over us. The part of our mind that dictates more of our behavior than we realize. The part of our minds that give us the illusion of free will. Shadow for me also represents the illusions of the mind, the lies that we tell ourselves for us to perceive the world according to what our ego desires, the part of ourselves that lack free will and are mainly reactional. So, when I'm facing the sun, when I'm facing the light, I can't see the shadow. When I turn away from the light, I can see the darkness. And shadow work is exactly that. Momentarily turning away from the light to see the darkness, to be able to understand it. Shadow work is the action of looking into our own darkness to be able to understand it. Because when we understand it, we bring light to it. This is a process of looking to what we don't know about ourselves, what we don't understand about ourselves, what we try to keep hidden from ourselves. I feel like my shadow is mainly constituted by my ego, by the part of me that doesn't act in the world but reacts to it, a part of me that creates fantasies of fear the illusion of control, the part of me that tries to protect itself by thinking about all the horrible possibilities of the world. When I wasn't aware of my own shadow, it controlled me more than I could recognize. It 
it would dictate how I would interact in the world in the basis of prior experience. And my prior experience wasn't great. <laughs> my prior experience taught me that the world wasn't safe, taught me that people couldn't be trusted, taught me that horrible things happen all the time. The funny thing about the shadow is that in what seems an attempt to keep me safe only brought me closer to danger. This is the illusion of free will. This is the illusion of the shadow. This is the duality of life. My ego was trying to keep me safe by always thinking in the worst case scenario and that only brought me closer to it. When I did not know my shadow, I had the feeling that I was broken. I felt like trauma followed me and because I had experienced it growing up, I thought I was doomed to repeat it across my life. What I understand now is that this happens because the way the brain heals itself is by fully feeling and experience. When the process of feeling and experience is blocked, the unconscious mind is always looking for a similar experience to put us into a position of feeling the emotions that experience brings. But of course, uh, growing up in an environment that taught me to reject my emotions, that taught me that I was crazy by feeling my emotions, that manipulated me in my lowest moments, I took a long time to be able to process it. Only when I was out of that environment, only when I felt safe within myself, that was the time that I had strength to see my shadow, to face my darkness, to feel my trauma. At the beginning, it was scary. I thought that by feeling it, I was reliving it. But that was the very thing that gave me power over those situations. Shadow work is exactly that. It's going into our own pain and trauma and fully feeling the emotions it brings out as a way of healing. Because the only way to heal an overcoming experience is to fully process it, is to fully feel it. Shadow work can be done in many ways. There are two methods that I use for shadow work. The first one is accepting triggers as blessings and the second one is remembering the past. I prefer to use the first method of accepting triggers as blessings because I feel like that way I'm following the natural cycle of my emotions and handling my emotions according to their exposure. Basically, this is a method of when I feel triggered about something, when I feel a deep emotion Instead of rejecting that emotion, I take time out of my day to feel the trigger. The way I feel the triggers, it's by using my favorite healing 
was the first time that I ever felt this way. So when I feel triggered, I sit with the emotion that trigger brings to me and I try to just feel the emotion in my body with my mind empty. When I'm just focusing on the physical sensations those emotions bring to me, I ask myself, when was the first time I ever felt this way? Usually an image pops up in my mind, most frequently an image of childhood, and I try to stay within that experience and just feel the emotions that remembrance brings to me. I feel like it's really important to do this process in an environment that feels safe to me, an environment where I feel loved and taken care of. I create this environment by being next to nature when I do this and by hugging myself and reassuring myself verbally that I'm safe, loved and cared for. This is a process that takes time and it might take days, weeks, months until you have fully expressed what this experience brings to you. But it is so powerful because when you fully express the emotions that this experience bring to you, you wake up one day without even remembering that this ever happened. The most powerful example of this that I have in my life was healing my trauma of SA. I was groomed and experienced SA in my early teens and that robbed me from feeling a sense of safety. So I went through life in constant anxiety, unable to feel safe in any circumstances. Every time that I saw a man, my body would immediately go into fight or flight and the fear that I have over by just living a normal life was paralyzing. I honestly thought that this fear, this paranoia, this unsafety would follow me for the rest of my life. I tried to reject these emotions for so long, trying to avoid them and coping with them with maladaptive coping mechanisms such as drinking, substance abuse and reckless behavior. After a long while, I just became desperate. I did not know how to deal with these emotions and my maladaptive coping mechanisms started taking a serious toll in my life and health. So at some point, what I thought to be an act of desperation, I decided to accept the fear, the paranoia, the anxiety as a part of myself. I make reference to this experience in my first episode of Magical Conversations entitled Fear. So I accepted my fear and brought love to it by providing it a loving space to exist. I really thought that I was going to feel this way forever because that is how it has always been and I could not imagine a reality 
where I would feel safe and at peace. One day, after providing a lot of loving space for my fear to exist, I thought to myself, wait, I have not feared for my safety in such a long time. <laughs> something that was so a part of my reality, something that I took as a constant in my life, just vanished without me realizing it. And now I live life without that specific fear. I'm living a reality that I thought was impossible to achieve. A state of mind that was unknown to me. A state of mind of peace and safety. And most of the times I don't even recognize this because now I don't feel that emotion anymore. For me, that's crazy. <laughs> For me, this is a reality that I lost hope of ever feeling. And that is exactly what it took. It took me losing hope. It took me giving up and surrendering to that fear. Because life is dual. Life is paradoxical. Before you can move up, you need to go down. I tried for so long to fight my fear, to say to myself that I was okay when I wasn't, to say it wasn't a big deal when it was. And when I gave up fighting and made peace with feeling the fear, that is when it all changed. I did not know the power of feeling emotions until I embraced and overcame the darkest experience of my life. Don't get me wrong, this trauma still lingers in many ways. Feeling the touch of someone is still triggering to me. Being perceived as sexy or desirable is still triggering to me. Having an intimate physical relationship is still triggering to me. But now I feel like I know what to do in those situations. I know how to move through my triggers in a way that brings me safety and peace. And most importantly, I know that feeling the emotions those triggers bring to me will lead me to overcoming that experience. And that knowing turned my fear into hope. The other method of remembering the past refers to going back to the earliest memory that you have and writing down what happened and how it made you feel. And then you just keep on remembering your life from bottom up and giving space for your emotions to flow. I say that I prefer the first method more because I feel like if I follow my natural cycles of triggers, I'm not pushing my body or mind over its limits. I feel like when your body and mind is ready to feel and experience, you are going to naturally remember it. I think what it might be difficult with the first method is the acceptance that you are not perfect and that you need to accept yourself exactly as you are with all the wounds and all the trauma. But at the same time, I think it's important to accept yourself unconditionally with all that you consider a flaw and just 
love every part of you, especially the ones you want to change. You are allowed to want to change and at the same time love the person you are right now. Both are powerful and interdependent processes. You can only change when you accept the stage you are on now. There is no change without acceptance. Acceptance is a big part of the process of change. Because once more, life is dual. Life is paradoxical. I refer a lot to childhood and early life because most of our shadow, most of our conditioning, most of our ego lies in unprocessed childhood experiences. This happens because when you experience trauma before your brain is fully developed, your mind is not yet fully equipped to be able to process complex experiences. So what your mind does is rejects and compartmentalizes these experiences in an attempt to cope with these complex experiences. Not only our mind isn't yet fully developed, we are also dependent of our caregivers to give us space and safety to be able to process these experiences. And usually, especially when we experience trauma related to our close environment, we don't have the space and the sense of safety to process these complex emotions. And what is not processed stays in our mind and body and reflects itself in many different cyclical experiences across our life. And the more an emotion stays in the body, the more it grows. And then what starts with a little seed of a traumatic experience grows to be a cyclical pattern of multiple experiences like the branches of a tree. And this is where I get the feeling of being stuck, of feeling broken, because I feel like I'm doomed to repeat a traumatic experience over and over again. The power of shadow work is the power of stopping the cycle. It's the power of going to the roots of your experiences and healing it so you don't have to go through it again. The power of setting yourself free to take actions that fulfill your being instead of being stuck in cyclical behavior. The power of gaining choice over your life. The power of free will. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a good day or night whenever you're listening.